Hey, my cutie little oddballs, how are we doing? Well, welcome to the show. This is clearly Audrey's world, and I am Audrey Oger. So, guys, something happened in the last week that I I just need to talk about. I need to talk about it with the oddballs. Got to talk about it with the listeners, and we really just we have to unpack it. It's a must, and. That is something that took place last week on February 2nd. I'll let that date settle in. I'll let you think about it for a sec. What happened on February 2nd that we as a group collectively need to discuss? That would be Groundhog's Day. I have a lot to unpack about Groundhog's Day and Truly, I need the listeners' input. I need the oddballs to, I need your feedback. Like, I think we all just need to really sit down at a table. Let's book the conference room and let's unpack Groundhog's Day. First of all, let's let's just start with we what we know. We know that this is a silly little tradition that we do in America that we do feel accurately predicts what season will come next, as in, or rather, the timing of when the season will come. So will it be another six weeks of winter, or will we have an early spring, and we, we can anticipate the spring to come soon? So let's just acknowledge, you know, up front before this conference call, like that is all of our understanding. It is a little silly, but like it's fun. It's a cute little thing that we do and that's just it. We'll leave it there. Okay, here come the discussion points that we need to unpack. One, does Puxitani Phil, first of all, what the fuck is his name? What does this mean? Who decided this name, and why are we still sticking with it? Don't worry. I did a quick Google search, so aka I'm on Wikipedia. You can all reference this for yourself. And this is not accurate information, but it is the information I have at my fingertips. So the first thing to unpack about Puxitani Phil's name is, first of all, the, the rodent, aka the groundhog, It doesn't even live in Puxitani. So why does it have the name Puxitani Phil? Per Wikipedia, Puxitani Phil is a groundhog residing in Young Township near Puxitani, Pennsylvania, who is the central figure in Puxitani's annual Groundhog's Day celebration. So he doesn't live in Puxitani. That's a little controversial. You know, like he resides near it, but he's not from there. I don't know. Just it doesn't really click. It doesn't make sense. I'm not following. I understand that Puxitani is the town that puts on Groundhog's Day and does the big unveiling each year. So I guess a little bit of that is forgiven. But it it doesn't answer all my questions, and if anything, maybe arises more. Okay, so we got the name down. It doesn't make sense, but we're keeping it as is. Okay, next discussion point. Is this groundhog 
one just in nature, and we are naming him Puxatani Phil. Like, is this a, a day of notice? Does Phil get, like, a notice before, you know, is he just out in the wild roaming and they choose the first groundhog they see? Or is he someone's pet? And if he's someone's pet, where does he live? Obviously not in Puxatawney. So can we get some deets and maybe rename him something more suitable? Okay. I know you think that is a great point, but we're going to put a pin in that for just one second because my next question also kind of cover the answer from what, again, Wikipedia shows kind of ties these two up together. So the next question I really want to pose for the group and one that we truly do need to unpack is how do we determine if the groundhog saw its shadow or not? As we know, this is the reason for the season. It's what we all came here for. It's the intel we want to gather from this rodent. It is, will spring come early or will we have to go through another few more weeks of winter? And let's unpack this. Okay, how does the groundhog communicate this, his wisdom to the masses? He's not, you know, whispering it to his bestie or writing it on a cute little scroll paper and then just showing the crowd, you know? How does Phil communicate his shadow or lack of shadow to us people? Well, fam, this is where things take a fucking twist and honestly... I don't think I'll be able to say it without dying laughing. Well, I haven't been able to say it without dying laughing. So let's get into it. According to Wikipedia, again, feel free to pull up the page yourself. Read through while you're listening to my insightful words. Um, Okay, so we can be clear. It is not just a groundhog that gets plucked from the ground and has no, no notice for his upcoming duties and responsibilities to the American people. It is someone's, I'll say, pet, for lack of better term. And the reason I say lack of better term is because I think we we all really need to hear this. Maybe crank up your uh, headphones a little bit for this one because I don't think you'll believe it. There is a, quote, inner circle for Puxatawney film. Seems to me like a social circle in Pennsylvania. I don't know. Don't know what this club really entails. But the president of the inner circle is the one who takes care of Puxatawney film. So that is covered. We know who his owner is. We know he's not just getting plucked from the wild. And it seems like there is some preparation and lead up to his big day every year. But this is where things get um, unbelievable. So turns out Puxatawney Phil and the president of the inner circle really are comfortable together. They have a lot of, it sounds like quality time, they're besties, they really understand each other on a different level. And I say that because it is the president of this inner circle who is the only one that's able to understand what Paxitani Phil 
the groundhog says and is then like determined if he sees his shadow or not. Turns out it's through, gets even crazier, guys. The reason he knows it's through a wood cane. Mm hmm. The wood cane via the president interprets Phil's message and then he directs it to the vice president to read on the paper scroll to the crowd that's gathered um, and to share with the masses at the Puxitani uh, Festival every year. Yeah. Yeah, so it turns out this is a cult, and (laughs) we have a holiday every year um, celebrating this weird Pennsylvanian cult who uh, really cares about just the groundhog species. I have so many questions. And again, I think this opened up more questions than it did answer. Mostly, you know, the first one that comes to mind, first of all, what do these meetings for this club look like? We just determining what groundhog is the best that we find, and then we decide that that is our beloved fill for, you know, the next... I think they live up to six years, so for the next six years, um, are we just learning how to communicate with groundhogs? Are we learning, you know, the history of them and what makes a groundhog a groundhog? Are we on the friendship level? Are we unpacking the trauma together from each groundhog? How could we make the next Puxatawney Phil's life better? I don't know. Those are just some of the initial questions and some things that I think that happen during these, I'll say, monthly meetings. But, oh my God, can you imagine if there was, like, bi-weekly meetings on Puxatawney Phil? Like, who knew? Honestly, my mind is blown here. Okay, like, I know we have freedom of speech, and we obviously think what we want to think, and, like, we have our belief systems and stuff, like... I stand by that. Everyone has the right to their own opinion. But I don't know if everyone has the right to be a part of social clubs around groundhogs. I, you know, I don't know. It just seems a little fucked up. And I do really think that maybe at this point in history, with our technological advances and our astrology girlies, I I think we can have this you know, between the two figured out. And I think that they can give us a better answer than um, what I'm picturing to be this group of really weird old white men um, who just creep everyone out, who are obsessed with the groundhogs. Uh, Like, I think we can forego this group. I think there's other ways that we can see if winter's going to be here for a long time. IDK. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that takes a little controversial, but um, uh, an inner circle who's close with the groundhog, again, just like sink, let that sink in. I, I think we know where the boundaries are and where they've been drawn for society. Those were, I'll say, the main topic points for calling the conference room today for this group. But one thing I also just wanted to share was I saw this TikTok that I cannot get out of my little peanut head 
and it was who I now presume to be the president of the inner circle, hyping this shit up. Honestly, there was literally like cannons and stuff going off in the background. I mean, we love a good show. I'll give him that. People will eat up a show and something that something stupid that we can rally around. So I give them that. But it was like this full-blown like boom, boom. Ah, so cool. Like, ah, we love Puxatani Bell. It was like he was acting like this was the best day of his life. His marriage didn't doesn't compare to this. The birth of his possible children did not compare. This was the event of his lifetime, and he was making sure we knew it. Like, the hype on this man's face, like, I don't even know. So I saw, yeah, this came from like a five-second clip, if that, on TikTok, and the hype and just the pure joy, adrenaline, and I'll say passion that, again, who I'm assuming is the president of the, quote, inner circle. So now just seeing the, the show that was really put on for this festival, let's talk financials. How much do you think we as a community or the inner circle are shelling out for this each year? I have a sneaky suspicion that maybe local taxpayers are paying for this event. You know, like their city taxes are going towards Puxatawney's Phil celebration. Or do you think this is strangely and weirdly somehow considered a charity event? I'm not sure what the city of Puxatawney is doing here, but I don't know. Maybe someone else knows. And honestly, I don't really give a shit, but it is just, you know, interesting what's happening in the background here. Um, But with financials, one other point that I want to, you know, add in here is this is considered a festival. Do we have coffee vendors here that are there? It's early in the morning. Bitches need their coffee. Do we have some local, yeah, baristas shaking shit up, providing some caffeine, indulging in the hype? I don't know. Could be a great idea. Maybe add some donuts in there. It is a celebration, and you know, of course. But on the topic of financials as well, the whole, um, I'll say, platform where this takes place I strongly encourage all of the listeners to check socials, go on the internet, and, like, look at the clips from this day. So it's like a red carpet. It is literally a red carpet for a fucking groundhog. And it says, like, Groundhog's Day and, like, wood. And it's just, it's quite an ordeal. And I would love to know the backstory of that. Is that a historical piece that we've kept for all the years, does he get a new one each year? Um, because that would impact the cost of this event for everyone. So just a question posing for the group here. This festival also gets a lot of news coverage. Not only social media, but big time news studios are hitching some people, making them travel out to Puxatawney, Pennsylvania, shelling out the cash to see what this groundhog says. So, are we paying the media some money to help, you know, facilitate that, get the news out? Again, is this a charity event? Are people paying to come to us and we get to 
spend the money on a good cause, you know? What is the deal here? I don't know if anyone on this conference call is able to answer that question, but I think one we should think about, you know, ponder for a day or two and then circle back with your feedback. My last discussion point before some closing remarks and wrapping this one up, the language that the groundhog speaks to talk to the inner circle is called groundhoggies. I wish that was a joke. I wish that I pulled that out of my ass and this was a bit. Unfortunately, that is simply facts. <laughs> so anyone else maybe want to drive on to Pennsylvania and see if we can get into the inner circle just to learn groundhoggies? You want to know it's giving pig Latin. And I think I rest my case. I really don't think I need to explain that one. I think that groundhoggies is simply just pig Latin. I have an inkling that this quote inner circle in Pennsylvania is probably tied to some like sick social class thing. And it's probably like country club elitist who are also in this and this like inner workings of this group. And to just know that their ethos and, you know, what they're giving back to the community is just giving some culty pig Latin. Like, I feel like this is some weird movie that's coming to life. And after you turn off their movie, you're just like, what the fuck was that? Like, that made no sense. Were there people on acid when they made that film? Like, when it got pushed through? Like, honestly, this is all just giving some insane ancient acid trip that we somehow still (laughs) are just really into and still just promote the shit out of. On that note, I think it's time for some closing remarks here. So I think I just want to go out there, put it out into ether. I think that if we just put something out there into the world, mostly in America, where you just have a silly little mascot and people think that they're rallying around this mascot to provide maybe some insight or maybe it's just for like this silly little nostalgia of the mascot or just because it just seems hilarious. I honestly think that if that is what is pictured to the big group, to, you know, the masses, I think that you could just be doing anything behind the scenes and you can make it work. People will rally behind you. You'll get a lot of good followers. You'll get news crews and social media teams out there to pick it up and just see what, see what happens. So I'm saying that because I think this is what we do. I'm just the ideal girl here someone else really like take into action here. I am an Aries, so I'll, I'll leave it at that. But I think what we do, let's take any social injustice. I'll just throw it out there. Let's do racism for this example. Let's just give racism a cute little mascot. And, you know, one day a year, an annual event that we have, 
it's silly, goofy, fun, you know, a little weird, but people love it. And what we do is we just put on this event. It's all for show, whatever the mascot we want it to do, it does, or, you know, it gives us some insight. And that's what the masses see. But then behind the scenes with the the club that we have, shit's happening in the background. This is where we're diving into the social injustices. We're getting into the systems and we're getting people, you know, maybe we're plotting some people in. We have some industry plants who can help eradicate these injustices. And it's all just behind the eyes of our mascot. And that's what the people see. They give us praise. They rally behind it. And everyone just agrees because it's a silly little mascot and a cool, cool little event that happens each year. But yeah, and then behind the scenes, the club, the social club is doing the work, their boots on the ground, and they're changing shit. And honestly, I think that maybe a lot of our social injustices could be reversed if we had this kind of motto, method, etc. So... I propose, again, just the idea girl here. Let's get Cauliflower's PR team on this one. If we recall a few years ago, Cauliflower had a sick glow up. Their PR team was super busy for about a year, year and a half, maybe two years. I think they've had enough downtime now that if they can do what they did for Cauliflower for this, I think we I think this is a slam dunk, guys. So TBT, maybe you don't recall. Maybe it was just me in the trenches over there. But cauliflower had one hell of a glow up. We still hate cauliflower. It was the veggie that was always last on the veggie tray that just kind of got thrown away or sent out to the animals, maybe or something. I don't know. But then cauliflower, their PR team did some magic. They spun spun it for us and cauliflower was then everywhere we were having cauliflower like uh tempura buffalo bites we were having cauliflower steaks we were having cauliflower everything it was just it was the it and maybe the star of the show for a lot of restaurants a lot of dishes and just revamp of dishes so yeah, I think cauliflower P- Cauliflower's PR team, it's been a few months. They've had their downtime. I think they're ready to ramp back up, full speed ahead, and I think we can get them on this. And maybe that's where we'll start to see some change. So that was my kind of wrap-up for this conference call. Any questions, um, any other points? Maybe I'm happy to unpack a little bit more now, but... Um, those were just kind of the initial things of this slideshow and would love to hear the questions or kind of posing arguments for Groundhog's Day. Sincerely appreciate everyone blocking out this time on their calendars today for this discussion. And scene. Okay, the conference call is done, but guys, seriously, how fucking crazy. Who knew there's an inner circle for a fucking groundhog? This is insanity, and truly, it needs to be preached about. I want, I do, I do want some PR teams on this, but I just want 
I don't know, some math heads, some geeks, some nerds. Uh, we just need people on this. This is, we need some crime junkies, like people who are just so into the whole like true crime scene. Honestly, we need to put them on this event investigation to see what goes down in these meetings and like the whole inner circle and like what's the hierarchy of this circle? Who's elected president? Like, does he, are there tests? Oh my God, does the president have to take tests to see who speaks the best groundhoggies? So many questions. I think you can all see why we had to preach about and give a lot of light to Groundhog's Day this episode. I do really appreciate your time and would appreciate if anyone else maybe has ideas on how we can infiltrate this inner circle and get some answers or maybe, you know, do this for some social justice, so, oh, sorry, social injustice or, you know, just other social causes that are really needing of more people's time and attention. Um, that is this week's of Audrey's World, though. I will be back not next Tuesday, but the following Tuesday. And if you are into this, feel free to comment on the pod in the Spotify platform, rate, review it, DM me, send me your comments, call me, email me, text me, like call me, beat me if you want to reach me. I'm here. I do want to hear what you have to say about Groundhog's Day or any of the other insane topics that I choose to spend 20 plus minutes unpacking with you every other week. Um, I do truly want to hear it and I want your input. So you all are simply the best, truly amazing. Keep doing the best that you can and I will see you very soon. Love you all. Bye-bye, babies.